Hey guys, welcome back to Real Things Podcast. My name is Caitlin, and if you guys have any questions, comments, or insights, feel free to email realthingspodcast at gmail.com. And today, I want to talk about a few things that I've learned over the course of quarantine. It's about the middle of May. It's May 19th, a little bit over the middle of May, I guess. And I just want to kind of go over what I've, you know, learned from being cooped up in my apartment by myself all day, every day for the past two months. So today I've kind of had an okay day. Um, I went to the gym with my friends and we kind of just like did some lightweight or not lightweight, light cardio and some floor work. Wasn't the best time at the gym, wasn't the worst. Um, I definitely got, you know, some sweat in and I got, you know, my heart rate up there. So I guess it's a plus, but I've just been kind of feeling meh today. It's May 19th, so it's like a little bit past the middle of May, but I think we've been in quarantine for a month and a half now, maybe, maybe two months. I don't know. I don't really keep track of it, so don't come at me saying it's actually been 64 days. I don't care. Um, it's been kind of gloomy out today. I'm not gonna lie. It feels good. It feels nice. It hasn't been like rainy or stormy it just is cloudy um but yeah so I just wanted to give you a little heads up on where my mood is at today before I just dive into this because it could be really good or it could be really not so you'll just have to be the judge of that um I want to start off with the beginning of quarantine or like maybe a little bit before so maybe like end of February beginning of March I was working two jobs. I was serving and I was working at an elementary school. I was doing the before and after school program and I would be serving in between like during the day on some days and then I would also be um, serving on the weekends some days and then I would also be nannying every Sunday morning. So I had a pretty good routine going for me. I'm very much a go, go, go kind of person so I need to be constantly moving um, to feel productive and to feel like fulfilled, I guess. So I kind of realized that I was not giving my 100% best effort into just, you know, both my jobs as a whole. I was kind of just putting in like partial effort because I wasn't getting, you know, I was going constantly. I wasn't getting rest. I wasn't feeling, you know, energized in the mornings, but I was, you know, kind of just meh. So Unfortunately, with my go, go, go kind of attitude, I would be, or I used to actually work five jobs at one time, including going to school um, and doing like 12 credit hours, which was not good. I don't recommend it to anybody. There's some people that can do it. I can do it, just not well. Um, I think I kind of pulled it off pretty well, but at the same time, there was definitely times where I was struggling and I felt like I was drowning, so... Anyway, going from five jobs to two jobs is definitely an improvement, and I definitely felt like I was doing better, but I also could have been doing more and, you know, trying to work two jobs constantly was not ideal. So with that being said, when I got this new job at this um, concert venue or this entertainment venue, I was really excited because I was like, okay, um, this is something different, something new, and I can apply myself like 100% and 10% if I quit my other jobs. So I did. I left the elementary school, which is heartbreaking. I love those kids and I love working with kids. 
Um, but I thought it would be better for me to just kind of put all my eggs in one basket versus, you know, multiple baskets because, you know, that's just, it's a lot. So I think there's like a saying about eggs in one basket or don't put all your eggs in one basket or something. I don't really know, but besides the point, I did it. I, I quit my other jobs. Um, I was still serving on the weekends, but I kind of was telling them, Hey, I would rather just not work at all and just pick up shifts. Um, partially cause there was like drama and stuff happening there, but also because I was just like kind of done and over it. And I wanted to put my focus on just one job, one career so I could take off with that. Um, so yeah, I was starting to do that. I was about two or three weeks in of just working this one job about 30 hours a week. It's a part-time seasonal position because the venue is only open like a certain amount of, you know, months in the year. It's an outdoor venue. So I kind of was just like, okay, like I'll just focus on this one job. And I was doing really good at it. I had a really good routine down every morning. I would wake up. I would, you know, get ready for the day, get dressed, straighten my hair. I'd go to my my local Starbucks right down the road and get my green iced tea with mango dragon fruit instead of the flavor or the sweetener in the water. So that was like my go-to. I'd have my toasted bagel with peanut butter. I had like my lunch packed and everything. And there was like a few days, like three or four days a week, I'd go to the gym after work. And I was doing like Zumba classes, pound classes, all through club fitness. So I was actually pretty much thriving. That was like my go-to. Uh, I'd be home by like 7, maybe 7.30 every night. And I was doing really well with that. I would shower, go to bed. I would just kind of do my day. That was my my day. So of course, right when I get a routine in the works, um, Corona happened. And it kind of threw a giant curveball at everyone. I'm not going to say just me because it definitely threw a curveball at everyone. No one was expecting this. So, you know, especially I graduated in December of 2019 and I devoted this entire year, 2020, to going to as many concerts and shows and traveling as much as I could. Well, that didn't happen at all. So I was very upset and, you know, I would just try to do my thing, do, do my time where I could, but there's only so much you can do. So, of course, all these shows and concerts were getting postponed and canceled, and I work at a concert venue, so my hours got cut, but right before my hours got cut, um, I was working 30 hours a week. I was cut down to 15 hours a week, but I was also working from home, so I still have my work set up and everything here um, because we haven't gone back to work in the office. So, anyway, I was like kind of going through like a stage where I was FaceTiming my friends every day, um, particular, particularly Allie, cause she was like the one person I felt like I could talk to and would relate to me on the aspect of just going through an emo- emotional roller coaster through all this. And I know everyone was, and everyone is like, I know I'm not the only one that's had crazy ass dreams, um, waking up in the middle of the night. I used to never dream. I used to never like have vivid dreams that I would wake up from in the middle of the night or like whatever, and just, like, kind of have, like, a panicking feeling. Um, it was horrible. It, it is horrible. I still have those dreams. Um, my mom would tell me that she was, like, you know, having these really anxious feelings and thoughts. I'd come home, like, to my mom's house crying because 
I realized that there was a line outside of Target, like, a mile long, or not, let me back it up, not outside Target, but I meant inside Target, um, you know, I would be picking up food to go, and I'd have to be waiting 30, 40 minutes for picking up food, and I don't like, I'm very impatient, so I'm not, like, a bitch whenever it comes to that kind of stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this took forever, but I'm actually the complete opposite, I'm super nice, I'm like, oh, I'll tip 20% anyway, even though I just learned, like, in the last year how to tip 20% because I thought I was, you know, 15 was the average. Don't don't hate on me. I didn't know. I didn't know any better. Anyway, so I was – I'm trying to think where I was at in my conversation with myself. It's hard when you don't have someone to be like, oh, you were here. I – oh, okay. So, I don't know. I felt like I everything that – happened in my day would have some emotional effect on me even more so than like my normal day like before quarantine happened and it's not like a bad thing necessarily but it definitely was emotionally draining tolling on my body and I felt that I felt drained every single day not necessarily in a bad way it was just I felt like all I was doing was being emotional Every single day. That's all I felt I could do. And before anyone tries to come at me saying, you should have been like productive. You should have just done something or, you know, picked up a hobby. What do you think I'm doing right now? I'm talking on a podcast and I guarantee you I'm being more productive than most of the people I know. And that's not to say like a comparison thing, but like I, I'm not gonna lie. I didn't take quarantine necessarily as seriously as I, I, I probably should have. I didn't really wear a mask. I think they're kind of bullshit. And that's just my opinion. That's don't anybody come at me because I swear. Um, but I think that, you know, in all seriousness, like I just felt like I was, I'm a very outgoing and talkative person. So, and I know there's lots of people out there that, you know, are more so than me even, and they followed all the procedures of quarantine, but I also, I have a roommate who wasn't living with me. She was at home and that's not her fault. She can go home. Like, it's not my, I'm not, I'm not trying to fight on that. I'm not trying to, I'm like fighting with myself right now on this podcast. I'm just like being like, okay, don't come at me. Don't come at me. But in all seriousness, like people are probably thinking as I'm talking and they're just like, well, you could have done this or you could do this or whatever. Cause you know what? I feel like quarantine has made people really opinionated lately and it's honestly annoying. Um, and people need to stop because I go on Facebook and even I was talking to my mom about this the other day. I was going on Facebook and so many people are just like reacting with like negative and attacking opinions. I'm like, okay, y'all need to chill. Like I already know everybody does with like politics, religion, and like, you know, feminism and like all that kind of stuff. Like I don't, I don't really pay attention to it. It's the reason I don't watch the news because everyone just like gets heated over something stupid that they can't really control. And you know what? It's not really worth my time to get into it. I'm sorry, but it's not It's not worth my time. There's so many other things that I put, like, so much energy and emotion towards. That's, like, another thing that I do not need to put my my energy and emotion towards because it'll just end up coming back, coming back to bite me. And I don't need that. I don't need all this whatever. So, yeah. I really don't pay attention to anything. My mom, she would tell me constantly, you should look at this website called Infection 2020. It tells you, like, when, like, all the cases, like, minute by minute are updated and, like, you know, who who's dying and who's living. I'm like, I don't care. 
I don't care because you know what? It's not going to make me feel any better than I already do. Like it's, or then, you know, I already don't, I guess, because I didn't feel good. I wasn't feeling, you know, motivated or driven. And that's not like me. I'm always going. I'm a very go, go, go kind of person. And I wasn't feeling the go, go, go as much. But I will say that through like, like the last couple of months, like the last two months, I, you know, with quarantine cutting my hours in half, I was working 15 hours a week and I would go onto my email and like every now and then I would like check or I would, you know, try to respond to people. I would try to like post funny memes and like activities on our Facebook group for work. But I mean, I don't know. It's really hard because I felt like I was defeated at something and I felt like I was kind of being a disappointment to my job and like I wasn't really, you know, getting to be the most productive or the most vital person that I could be as like a team member or working for this team that I really wanted to work for. Like this is a job that I was so excited to get. When I got the call about this job, I was like in damn near tears. I was so happy that I got this job. And now I don't even get a chance to prove myself to myself or to others that I could be successful and I could, you know, really make a difference, but whatever. So all those feelings kind of just like overwhelmed me and I felt like I was just kind of not, I wasn't fitting in and I wasn't, you know, filling the position that I was supposed to. And on top of that, I was already like overly emotional about everything in general. So whatever, I'm a sensitive person, I guess. So with everything like that happening all at the same time, you know, my hours being cut, I felt like I wasn't being productive. I felt defeated. Um, I felt like I was overthinking and overanalyzing every aspect of my life. And I was just, it was hurting me. And like, I'm kind of actually getting worked up about, or not worked up, but like teared up about it now because it, it sucks. It sucks to feel defeated. It sucks to feel like you're not, you know, enough. It feels like, you know, you're just like crashing and burning and like spiraling out of control. And, um, you know, I, I'm kind of, I don't know the words. I was kind of getting a grip on my life. I was kind of getting a grip on everything and I definitely have a better grip on it on, on like a lot of things now. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. Um, I was making plans to go to the grocery store every week. So I was getting out of the house or out of my apartment and, you know, I was making lists of things that I could do. I was focusing on doing laundry every week. Like I would, you know, internal or kind of internalize this like schedule in my head. Like, okay, I got to do this this week. I got to do this today. And like, I, I have these turtles that I have in my apartment. I have two turtles, Lilo and Stitch. And, you know, I would have to clean their tank every week I would, or every other week. Like there's stuff that I would just like do on a day-to-day basis, but you can only do day-to-day for so long before like you go batshit crazy. And yeah, it's only been two months. Like there's people that do this shit for like months on end and I don't, I don't get it. I don't do the everyday life kind of thing. I need to be doing something crazy and spontane, spontaneous or whatever. What is that from? Spontaneous. There's like a movie where they say that. Anyway, so yes, I think quarantine kind of got the best of me there for like a good month. Um, I was struggling with friendships and my relationship, so it was kind of a lot at once. I definitely feel like I, uh, 
I was kind of feeling overwhelmed, defeated, useless, um, down. I don't know. All those things all in the, like, the first month of quarantine. Well, I'm not going to be like, I made a podcast and everything went away. Like, I'm not going to say that. Um, but I definitely feel like making this podcast has helped with, you know, verbalizing and, you know, getting all of the overthinking feelings and the overwhelming, you know, ness that's on my brain and on my head and on my chest, kind of like relieving that. Um, if that makes sense at all, because I feel like it didn't, but I feel like I constantly need to be talking to someone and my friends can only be there for me so much. So apart from like, you know, not having my roommate here and I don't live at my house with like my family, I honestly don't wish to because then I'll get annoyed with them and just kind of start attacking them for no good reason. But, you know, I don't need to be surrounded by people. There's definitely times where I need to be by myself because I like being by myself and I need that, like, kind of getaway. And, you know, when you're at your home, and I feel like some people can relate to this too, when you're at home, going to your room, that's, like, your sanctuary, bro. That is, like, where you go and no one else can bother you. No one else can, you know, invade your privacy. You're, like, you know, you just get to, like, relax your brain shut shut off turn your mind and body off for a little bit and just zen the fuck out and sometimes you need that and not even just like your room you just need a whole other place to do that and I felt like whenever now that I'm thinking about this so me working so many jobs I think that kept me away from home which was why I liked working so many jobs work was like my second home away from home so I was just I was, that's why I worked so much now that I think about it. But anyway, we're not, we're not here to get like super philosophical and like deep meaning kind of shit. Like, eh, well, maybe, I don't know. Well, whatever. This is my podcast, my podcast anyway. So we'll see. But anyway, the things that I learned while I was in quarantine is that I definitely feel like I don't need to depend on other people as much. Like I do need to take problems into my own hands and you know, solve and come come up with a solution on my own. Like, I can't just call my friends and be like, I'm having this problem. Help me talk me through it. Because, you know, even your friends go through stuff. And, like, if your friends are going through something, like, if I call Allie and Allie's, you know, upset about something, there's no way in hell that I expect her to focus on my problems and what's going on in my life when she's got her own stuff that she focuses on. In fact, whenever we would FaceTime, we kind of called each other out and – it's weird that I know her on that level and she knows me on that level where, cause we've known each other for less than a year, but, um, you know, I would FaceTime her and like, I'd be talking about something and then I'm just like, you're not even listening. I can tell you're not even listening because like, you're just, you know, spacing out, thinking about your own stuff, which is totally fine. It happens, especially when you're just, you know, overwhelmed with all this stuff and like the things that go on in your day to day. So... I don't know. It was a lot. So I get that. That's how me and Allie both kind of communicate with one another. And I'm surprised that we can like catch each other when we're doing that. Honestly, I know it sounds stupid, but it's true. Like I'm surprised that Allie and I have that relationship and that friendship where I can be like talking to her or she's talking to me and she's like, bitch, you're not even listening or listening. So what's on your mind? I can tell you're thinking about something completely different. 
And I just kind of like get caught off guard. I'm like, how do you know? And she's like, I can tell. Like, I can tell by your face that you're not <laughs> focusing on what I'm saying. And I'm just like, I feel, I don't know. Like, that's that's true friendship, I guess. But, um, so yeah. That's one thing I've learned through quarantine is that I don't need to constantly call my friends up every time that I have a problem in my head. Because you know what? They don't even have like the mental space for that. And I saw this thing a while back where it was like, you know, before you call your friends or talk to your friends, ask them, be like, hey, do you have, like, the mental capacity for, you know, me to vent real fast? Or are you going through stuff and you just need, like, your own time? Because sometimes, like, you take on too much. And all of my friends pretty much are, like, people that would never really say no or they don't like saying no. We're all kind of people people pleasers. So I get that and that's just how we all are. So it's kind of hard for us to tell each other like, no, I can't listen to your stuff right now because I'm focusing on schoolwork or I'm focusing on, you know, getting my work stuff done or I'm going through like relationship stuff or I'm going through friendship stuff or, you know, me and my family aren't like great right now and like we just got in a fight. Like you, there's so much that goes on in like other people's brains And sometimes I forget that and, like, sometimes my friends forget that with me. So I get it. Like, it's just, it's normal. But you need to learn how to work through your own problems and your own, um, your own, like, situations and find your own solutions, which is why I also talk and talking helps me find my solutions, but I don't necessarily need to talk to somebody to do that. I just need to, like, kind of use my head without overthinking and figure out the solution and how I can, you know, solve my problem. So that's one thing for sure. Um, the other thing is also, you know, kind of the opposite. Like I learned that I need to, you know, check in on my friends because there's so much that goes on in their life that I didn't even think about. And like, I've learned so much about my friends. I mean, I didn't think I needed to learn more, but I've kind of developed and strengthened my friendships and my relationships and my um, relationship with my family too. Me and my family weren't good for like a solid year, um, because of something that went down last year. And, you know, I've been spending a lot of time with them and, you know, it's made me grateful because I'm, I wouldn't stay at home or wouldn't move back home because, you know, sometimes that's not healthy, but I, definitely feel more comfortable going home and I feel like more welcomed when I go home and appreciated. Um, I was going home like pretty much almost every weekend for about a month. And then this past weekend I didn't go home and my mom, she was like, why weren't you, or why didn't you come over? Cause normally I just kind of come over unannounced. And, um, she's like, you know, we missed you this weekend and we didn't see you. And I like kind of like forgot that I didn't go home or that I like was, going home every weekend and because I actually had plans of friends and you know people but then you know my mom she was like oh yeah we missed you this weekend and I was like oh dang like I forgot that you even cared (laughs) like I'm sorry but it sounds messed up but like I was like I didn't realize that you would even notice that I wasn't there this weekend honestly so whatever but yeah that's something also like just you know, strengthening relationships and friendships and, you know, making amends as well. So that was, that's good. Also, another thing that I learned 
I guess not really learned, but something that I felt successful and fulfilled with is that um, I got to pay things off. And I feel like I was spending money, but also saving money. I don't really know how everyone's financials are going. And I feel like that's kind of a sensitive topic for a lot of people. But I, one of my goals was to pay off my credit card this year. And I paid off two thirds of it. So, you know, insert applause from the crowd here. So I feel very mm, accomplished, I guess. I have to go take my car in to get stuff done to it. I have to get new brakes and new tires, which I'm dreading. But I will hopefully get that stuff done by the the brakes at least. I don't know. It doesn't really matter. The financials is just like an aspect of it. But um, yeah, I think that, you know, with unemployment, stimulus, you know, taxes, all that kind of stuff you know, coming in, my birthday coming up, all that kind of stuff, you know, helped a lot with paying things off. So I feel less weighed down by debt. Not that I have, I don't have student loans or debt or anything like that. So I'm grateful for that. But I'm also, you know, trying to pay my dues and make sure that I come out of this quarantine crap with nothing, no baggage, no extra stuff weighing me down because we don't need that. We don't need no negativity, no, nothing bringing us down after, especially after being months in, into quarantine. So for sure, I'm not the only one that feels that way and just know that we are in this together. But, um, yeah, if you're struggling through quarantine, I just highly recommend lighting a candle, turning off all the lights, just laying down, watching your show, just accept, like, let's, let it kind of consume you for a day or maybe a, a couple days, you know, people go through those things, especially this is not a normal time. I was, there was one day actually the day before mother's day that I went to, I had to like run a couple errands and then I was going to go home and spend Saturday night with my like with my family. And then like Sunday would be mother's day and I'd spend the day with them, whatever. So the Saturday before mother's day, I went to go run some errands. I was going to go get my oil changed on my car. I was going to Target and then I was going to go um, grab some food and then I was going to go to my house or my mom's house. So I went to go get my my oil changed and this is normal. Like, you know, they come back and tell you, so we recommend you spend like four grand on your car because there's like, you know, the sky is blue and the filter pump, pump is dirty and the grass is green and, you know, you need new tires and whatever. Like, they just gave you this long list of crap and you're just like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Look at me. I'm wearing a t-shirt and shorts from Target. Like, do you think that I can afford to pay four grand on all this crap? No. No, I cannot. So, stop trying to skeet me. It's not happening. So, of course, you know, I was, like, leaving Meineke kind of feeling like whatever. Um, just overwhelmed. And then I went to Target and I went to the closest one by me. And this was the same weekend that they kind of released or like went into phase two of stuff. So like everybody was kind of out and about and it was a Saturday before Mother's Day, no less. So I I don't know what I was expecting, but I went to this Target and I kid you not, the entire parking lot was flooded with people and cars and stuff. And I immediately was like, nope, I'm going to another one. 
So I went to another one that's closer to my, my mom's house because after that I was going to get food and then go to my mom's house. Well, I went to this other Target and I was in this Target for all the five minutes and there was like a line all the way to like the back like by the grocery department. I don't know if you like know, like what your Target looks like, but I just walked in and I was like, oh, hell no. So then I left. I actually stood there for like maybe like five minutes debating whether or not I wanted to like continue on with this journey because I was like, you know what, the oil change thing, like, it happened, but, it, like, it wasn't meant to be. So maybe this this journey isn't meant to be either. So I left Target, and then I went to Qdoba. So I went to Qdoba, and it was right across the street from the Target, and it was fine. Everything was great. Um, I placed my online order, and, you know, I called the store after I placed the online order because they say, like, call 10 minutes after whatever. So I call them. And I'm a very patient, understanding person, but I also get... Um, impatience and um kind of just like what the hell but when you know as someone who's worked in customer service I get it I understand that people forget things things take time like whatever Whoo! let me tell you how heated I was but I just let it go I was fine and like I want everyone to learn from this moment because it's I hate people sometimes like and how they react to things but I was not a Karen. I was the complete opposite from a Karen. I called the store right when I placed the order and I was like, hey, just let you know, I am outside. I just placed my order and I know it's going to take time, but I just want to let you know that I am here. And she's like, okay, great. Like, thanks for letting us know. I'll bring it out whenever it's ready. So about 10 minutes go by, 15 minutes, 20 minutes. All these cars have come in and they've gone by the time that I've been there. I waited like 30 minutes. And this girl came out to bring out food and um, she was like, oh, are you here for like Dawn or whatever? And I was like, no, I'm here for Caitlin. I called like, I don't know, 15 minutes ago or 30 minutes ago. I don't remember what I said, really. I was just like, I've, I called and let you know. And she like had this look on her face and I know the look because I give the look because I forget things often as a server. So I know she forgot and she just like suddenly realized she's like, oh, she's like, okay, I'm so sorry. I'll get your food and I'll bring it right out. All I ordered was one chicken quesadilla. No sides, no nothing, no extras, nothing. That's all I ordered. And there's like families pulling up, like ordering food and leaving by the time, like the 30 minute time span that I've been there. So then finally 40 minutes goes by and all these cars are gone. So then I call I'm like, hi, um, I called earlier. I've been in the parking lot for about 40 minutes, but I was just checking to see if you guys like got my food or like, what's the deal? And she got my food and she's like, okay, I'll bring it out, like, out right now. And she did. The person did. It was a different person. So I know for a fact that they were talking about it, but you know what? You know what she did whenever I got or whatever or I, you know what I did whenever she got there? I looked at her and I said, thank you. Have a great day. And I left. I didn't cause a scene. I wasn't trying to be a bitch. I didn't not tip them. I didn't do anything. Because you know what? Sometimes it's not worth it. Just move on. There's no reason to cause a scene. There's no reason to be angry. There's no reason to be a bitch. Just move on with your day. Because those people, you know, she, she gave me an excuse too. She told me, she's like, I'm so sorry. Like, we have a full, like, crowd of people in there. Bullshit, because all these cars are gone. But you know what? I'm not about to sit here and argue with you. I'm going to carry on with my day because it's already been a shit-ass day as it was. 
and I'm going to go the fuck home and eat my quesadilla. That's what I'm going to do. So you know what I did? I did just that. I left and I went home and I cried to my mother because I was so overwhelmed and I was just, oh, I was so done with that day. So that was my lowest day in a while. So, I mean, it hasn't been that long, maybe two weeks since that day. But that, ooh, 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 I was so done with that day. So, yeah, that, mm, mm-hmm, that's a life lesson. Don't be a bitch for no reason. Don't be a Karen. Even though my mother's name is Karen, I would never be a Karen to anybody and be disrespectful, ever, ever. It's not worth it. It's rude. It's ignorant. Just don't do it. So, that was that. Um, yeah, so I don't really know where I was going with that story, but um, then Mother's Day happened, or no, okay, let me backtrack a little bit. So after that day happened, I was supposed to stay Saturday night and hang out with my mom and my family, but I legit asked my mom, I said, Mom, can I leave and come back tomorrow because I was just so hot and bothered from that moment and so upset and discombobulated and emotional I was just like I don't even feel like being here I feel like nauseous and annoyed and pissed off and I don't even know how many other like other emotions I feel right now but I'm feeling them all and so I left um yeah so if you have a day like that just know that it's normal unfortunately and there's only so much that you can do if you have friends that are going through emotional times and you just can't handle it don't be afraid to tell them hey I'm so sorry you're going through this, but I, I honestly just don't feel up to listening right now. And I feel kind of like in my own head and I need my own time as well. So, um, can I get back to you or can you just text me and I'll like try to help you out as much as I can, but I just need to like kind of take time to my own today and do my own thing because you know what? Nine times out of 10, your friends are going to get it. Your friends are going to understand, but don't be that person that does it every day. Cause I have friends that I try to call and try to reach out to and they don't respond. And I'm like, okay, whatever. Like it's fine. But then the minute that they try to say, oh, like, you know, we should hang out or we should, you know, FaceTime sometime. I'm like, no, no, because you don't, you don't FaceTime. I, I don't say that in my head. I do. So just be kind to others. And be willing to accept the fact that, you know, everyone's going through some some stuff, okay? Some sort of ish right now. Whether it's positive, negative, family, relationship, friends, themselves, like everything. Everyone's feeling everything right now. And that's totally normal. Especially with like dreams and anxiety and depression and whether like what's it called? Like seasonal depression and stuff too. Everyone's feeling everything. So just take a deep breath, light a candle, lay down in your bed, do your thing, take a bath, shower. I don't know. Put on a face mask. Some people are like skin conscious. Do whatever skincare routine you need to do and just enjoy your day. Be you. Um, If you need to talk to anybody, I'm here for you. Or if you don't want to talk to me, talk to somebody else. Um, You can always email realthingspodcast at gmail.com or text me if you have my number or DM me if you have me on social media. I do not care. Do any of it. It's totally fine. 
you know, call me, beat me if you want to reach me kind of deal. So everyone have a great day and I will talk to you all next time on Real Things Podcast.